Welcome to the Lock Market with Fist and Fringe. Seven, the lock market. Welcome back. Wait, it is week seven, right? Yes, week seven. It's like the weeks are blending together at this point. Week seven, yeah. Counting down to football season. We when's our bye week? Our bye week. Oh, well, I think we had one in the beginning of the yeah, year. I think did. we had a week one bye. Like we recorded and we scrapped the podcast and then recorded again. So we don't have another one for another. 17, 17 game schedule this year, right? We're so, fighting for that number one. Yeah, seed. so we got ten more weeks before we get the uh, the bye. Jeez. Yeah. All right. It's tough. That can, should put us in football season. That would be sweet. I think once we get to football season, we're gonna be warmed up. Yeah. We're gonna looped. Be, we're looped. gonna be looped. We're gonna be ready to play, and we're gonna have stuff to talk about that people want to hear about yep. every week. Yep. And, and we uh, can start doing, we're a, we're a gambling podcast. We, we can, can start finally, finally doing yeah. that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Which is going to be awesome. But, yes. you know, we got a, a big week in sports this week. Very big. And we're going to start off with a little, uh... I feel like you're Wait a second, can you hear that? Someone's pissed in my seat. What is it? Oh. Turn my headphones up. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what the hell is that? I feel like I'm eating donkey's cock. It's like someone's pissed in my soup. What the fuck did you put in that sauce? That is fucking disgusting. All right, welcome back. Uh, surprise little entry right here. We're back with Finger Locking Good. You guys missed it. Wow. A lot of requests to bring this one back, and uh, we got a, a, a fucking wild one today. I missed. I missed this. This is yeah. like... Every Wednesday when we record, I'm starving. Yeah. And I'm like hoping that you just bring something nasty that I can munch on. But uh, today, uh, this doesn't look appetizing at all. It doesn't even look like it's going to fill me up. You know the uh, Matthew McConaughey Lincoln commercials where he's like, it's never too late to go back home. Yes. That's us right now. We're going back to our roots. Yeah. yeah. This is where we started. This is our bread and butter, or some would say our uh, watermelon and mustard Ooh. because that's what we're eating today apparently it's a tiktok trend out there people are telling us about that uh, dude i'm kind of like a tiktok guy i haven't seen this at all which leads me to believe that this isn't a tiktok this trend. feels like a prank yeah. now doesn't this it? is a prank yeah so we're gonna try it uh we got told by a friend uh shout out ryan gavin part of the softball team um to put mustard on our watermelon and eat it now i'm spectacle how Spec- much wait how, how i'm not mu- spectacle i'm spectacle Spectrum? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm the, uh, not on the spectrum. I'm. S- What's that word? Spectacle. No. Spectacle. No. Skeptical. Skeptical. Yeah. Skeptical. Skeptical. Wow, my brain Yikes. broke down. 
Oh, overheated. It's hot out there. It's hot. Let's cool down with some watermelon. So we're going to throw a little Frenchie's mustard. So I've actually put like chili powder on my watermelon before. I've it never was fire. I've never put anything on my watermelon before. I'm a big uh, raw fruit guy. Go ahead. Go Not ahead. a lot of like how much, cooked fruit out how there. How much do you do? I don't know. I'm thinking like I'll pick out another big slice. A little dab. A dab? I think maybe a little enough. You got to be able to taste it. it, you know. Yeah. All right. Get that in there. Yeah, <laughs> I've had some ASMR. Yeah, people love that French with mustard. You know what's the worst part about mustard is the little uh, the buildup at the, the top, the juice, the little pre-cum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pre-cum is the perfect word for it. Oh, that might be a little too much mustard. Oh. <laughs> I'm scared. This is scarier, I think, than the Cajun flounder. The Cajun flounder, you knew what you were getting into. This one is like, I really have no idea. Yeah. But people say it's good. Yeah. All right. Well, here we go. Cheers. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Whoa. It's like a hot dog. It's just like a wet hot dog. <laughs> It's like the juiciest hot dog you've ever yeah. had. It's like if you put mustard on hot dog water mm -hmm. that you put in the freezer and made a little uh, hot dog water ice cube. Yeah, that actually sounds gross, bro. But it's, that tastes this is better way than that. better than that. Yeah. But that's bizarre. I'm gonna go for another piece. Yeah, a little dab. Dab me up. Because I, I was so shocked at how good it was that I really didn't even. That I couldn't uh, even review it. Really bizarre. Yeah, I had no idea it was going to be that good. Everyone at home needs to try this. Do you I like don't even like mustard that much. Yeah. But this, like, waters down the mustard. <laughs> Maybe I would like, like, mustard water. You know what I was thinking? If, like, when we were doing it, when we decided to do this, I was like, if it tastes good, I wonder if mustard would taste good just in water. <laughs> yeah, like sweet water. Yeah. That one had way too much mustard on it. You got excited. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's pretty good. Though. It's good. Now, the, the issue, though, is when you're, at, when you're at 4th of July and you're at your cookout. Yeah. And you grab, you know, a watermelon and then you go over to the hot dog section. Do you just throw mustard on in front of everybody? No, you have to go to, like, the corner, like, behind the pool house. <laughs> bring your own bottle of like pocket mustard and and you bring your own watermelon you probably. can't be seen you're like a heroin addict like going in the bathroom stall to shoot up yeah like you gotta shoot up your your watermelon with mustard if if anybody sees you putting mustard on your watermelon mm. that's it you're not you're, invited next year you're roast. it's like holy shit like uh, then you become the crazy uncle yeah and you haven't even done anything you don't even have a niece or a nephew there yeah they take you off the invite list, bring in the pervert uncle yeah. that hits on the nephews and nieces. It's dangerous for everybody. Yeah, so you can't get cut for him. All right, we actually got a part two to this one, too. Um, I was at Stop and Shop to grab this. No free ads, but I was at Stop and Shop. And uh, I grabbed a little can of Coca-Cola with coffee uh, to get us a little fired up for the rest of the podcast. This is Dark Blend. They also had vanilla, which I huh. vanilla would have actually been way better. Now I'm thinking about it, but I haven't even tried this yet. So, 
I took a sip. I didn't know this was a special wait, review. Wait, before you get into it, I just want to say what I saw at Stop and Shop. It was the most ridiculous scene. You know, like the robot that goes around? Yes. He was there. He had an out of order um, sticker on him or What's sign on him. My, What's going on with my mic stand, dude? Is it like shaking? Yeah. That's me shaking the table. Oh, you got to stop yeah, doing bad. that. <laughs> my bad. All right, go ahead. Finish your story. So the robot had a little out of service sign on it. And right next to it, like it was parked, right next to it, a huge trail of blood. <laughs> what? I don't know what the hell happened. I don't know if the robot ran over like a child or something. What? But it was eerie. Was it like a joke, you think? Like a Halloween prank? In June? Yeah, I know it's a strange time for that. But we're just bouncing back. The holidays are just going to be... It's gonna This summer, is we're going to be celebrating random holidays at random times, yeah. I think. Like, next week, I think, is St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, September in Newport, St. Patrick's yeah. Day. All right, let's try uh, what this is all about. It's, it's, I was very surprised at, the, at what it tastes like. Holy shit, that works, too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is this, this, is this just the summer of throwing whatever you want together? This is the summer of you, yeah. now that I think about it. Yeah, yeah. Hot, uh, mac and cheese and mayonnaise. Mm-hmm, thank you. Um, ravioli and ranch. I, I didn't do that. Not yet. Do people do that? I'd be shocked if you don't try that at least once in your life. Okay. Um, whatever else, uh, eating hot dogs and dirt for you. Mm-hmm. That's a big classic of yours. It's not bad. It's the summer of uh, combinations. This is it. Uh, it's a Coca-Cola, and then it just has like a, a hint of coffee bean. Just enough coffee. Yeah. You know what I'm gonna do? Just one more time before we end this segment, which is our our first time we've gotten two good reviews on. The dog shit that we eat on this segment. <laughs> I'm gonna go mustard on the watermelon, have it in my mouth, and then take a sip of the coffee and Coca Cola. Okay, that's too much. Well, I'm gonna try it. All right. Stand by. It's a little dab. That's all you need. Dab will do you. Dab will do you. Okay, here we go. <laughs> How is it? Yeah. All right, we got two not bads. Actually, I would give it two goods. Yeah, two, uh, two, a double, th- a double thumbs up. I would give uh, watermelon and mustard a seven point nine, just because of how shocked I was, and uh, the Coca Cola and coffee I would give around a seven point three. Yeah, I think I'd probably do something similar. I think I like the Coca Cola and coffee a little bit better than the watermelon and mustard. Yeah. Um. But yeah, right in the sevens, right in the seven range, Bang. mid sevens. You guys heard it here first. All right, let's get uh, back to our regularly. Wait, hold up. Let's see if I can pronounce that right. All right, let's. Uh... All right, let's uh, get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Can you say that word better than me? Regularly. Yeah. Can, now regularly. Just... All right, let's get back to our regularly. <laughs> Excuse <laughs> oh. me. All right, let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming. Perfect. Thank you. For further details, we return you now to your regularly scheduled program. All right. I mean, that was a cool little interruption from Gordon. Liked hearing him. Yeah, I, lo- I love when he stops by. Yeah, I love when he stops by. We, we got to have him on more often. He's always welcome. Yeah. So we're going to lead off today with what everyone's talking about, baseball. Nice. Yeah. And there is a giant story in baseball that actually might be the biggest story in sports right now. But we're going to – it's like the – I don't know, a third of the season so far, I would say. 
and we're going to check in on each other's knowledge of the league leaders in these categories to see if we have any fucking clue uh, who's good at baseball, who's bad at baseball across the league. So I'll, I'll go to you first. I'll shoot the first one to you. Um, who is leading the MLB in batting average? Oh, wow. It's actually one and two are two teammates, and I guarantee you know neither of them. Okay. Uh, do I get to know the team? The team won't do you any good, so yeah. Uh, the Cincinnati Reds. Okay, good. Yes. Um, um, <sighs> Thank God. Uh, and there's a deep drive to left field, and they got the announcer that got kicked Oh, yeah, off. yeah, 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 yeah. I can't remember the kid's name, though. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. Tell me. I don't know. Nick Castellanos. Yes. Yeah. Castellanos. He's batting 357, and you have no idea. <laughs> now, I couldn't name another yeah. Cincinnati Red. Jesse Winker. Is batting 346. Yeah. See, the Cincinnati Reds, that's, that's a team I've never watched. That's a team I forgot even existed, to be honest. Yeah. All right. I'm up next. You you hit me with one. Okay. Now, just for everyone at home, I'm I'm going to have a better chance, I think, of getting these. Uh, but I might just eat that statement because I might not get any of these. What do we want? to? Let's start with ERA. Okay. The, the issue I'm going to have, though, is my the page I'm on only has last names. Okay, so I, if once I find out who it is, I could probably give you right. the same. ERA. Would you like to know the the number? Yeah, give me the number. One two seven. All right, I got two people possibly for this one, but I'm just gonna go with Garrett Cole. No, incorrect. Is it Brian Woodruff? Nope, wrong Damn. again. All right, go. it is Kevin Gaussman out of San Francisco. Whoa. Yeah, I he must be a closer, right? Yeah, I mean, he must be with you know, like that. I didn't even think closer. Yeah. Um. All right, here we go. Home runs. There's two pretty decently big names. Okay, I, I, so I think I'm good at this one. I think I'm good on this they're one. They're both juniors. I think I'm good on this one. Okay. No, I'm not good now, now that they're both juniors. <laughs> okay, but I think I am good, actually, still. So I've got four names, I would like to say. <laughs> okay, I'll give you three. Acuna. Okay, Acuna Jr., yep. Um... And then Otani. He's close. And uh, I know Devers is up there, but he's he's not a junior. So number one is Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Oh, can I? If I had another guess. No. Oh, God whatever. damn it. Number uh, and he's tied with Ronald Acuna Jr. Shohei Otani is third with seventeen. Yeah. And so our fit, dude, I, got, I had two out of the top three. And our little friend from the Cincinnati Reds, uh, Jesse Winker, has seventeen. He's betting 346 with 17 home runs. I've That's never heard of this season. guy. Uh, yeah. wh- where's Devers on the home run leaderboard? Too far down for me to see. Never I think mind. he's got like 15 or 16. I thought he had 17, but obviously not. All right. Well, you got another one for me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's do one more piece. Which, uh, which category would you like to guess? Let's do wins. Let's do wins. It's a three-way tie, so. Okay. I think my man Woodruff has got to be number one. No, he's not even on the leaderboard. Fuck me. Okay, give me one more guess. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Team? Give me the team for one of them. Dodgers. Yep. Cardinals. Cardinals. Indians. Dodgers, Cardinals, Indians. I don't know the Indians guy. Well, is, is it Mike Clevenger? No. Fuck, okay. And I don't know the Cardinals guy. Um, The... Clayton Kershaw? Nope. 
Wow. Who is it? Julio Urias from the Dodgers. Oh, all right. Jack Flaherty from the Cardinals. Jesus. And Aaron Savali from Cleveland. What a train wreck this has been. Yeah, this is really tough. So We did okay. Yeah, to something a little more relevant in in baseball news. I'm glad we let off the, the show with that yeah. gripping. That one's going to be tough for listeners, I think. Yeah. It's just like, I mean, unless they're curious who's the leader. Yeah, or Which, curious to see how stupid we are. Yeah, good point. Maybe it'll be okay. How little know. we know. Yeah. Um, the big story is the sticky stuff. Yeah. The sticky stuff is taking over the game. Um, and in case you guys don't know, the sticky stuff is like a mixture of, uh, it's like sunscreen, rosin, and sweat. And it lets these guys really spin the ball faster, get their spin rates up, and you know, bury a breaking ball or have the fastball be even faster with more backspin. Huge advantage. This has been going on for a long time. Yeah. I don't know. This is my issue with baseball. They've like they just kind of pick and choose when to crack down on things. Yeah. Like even like the Astros and, and sign stealing. Like all of a sudden that's the worst thing you can do. Now all of a sudden the worst thing you can do is have like a foreign substance on your on your hat. Yeah. That's been going on forever. And now it's like, can't do that anymore because why? The pitchers got too good? Mm-hmm. Let the pitchers be good. Here's my problem with it is the most press that this game ever gets is when people are fucking cheating. Yeah. That's the best thing for the game is when people are cheating. The steroid, the sign stealing. This is getting a ton of press. Nobody knows who the fuck is leading the league in batting average, <laughs> but they've heard about this story, which is huge for the game. Let everyone cheat. Bring back steroids. If they have 8K cameras in center field stealing the catcher's signs, let them do it. Yeah. Just turn it into a giant game of chess. Yes. You know, like how how are we going to get the edge today? Yeah. I want guys that are 7 foot 5, 750 pounds in the box, just juiced up on steroids, yeah. going against someone using Gorilla Glue in their, uh, in their glove when their spin rate's a million RPM. Yeah. I would love to see that. That's baseball. Yeah. That's America's game. Meanwhile, Quentin Tarantino is up in the third deck filming the signs, relaying them to Dustin Pedroia in the dugout. I think you're onto something. Yeah. This is XFL, but XMLB. I don't know why they ever got they got rid of running over the catcher. That was electric. Yeah, that was uh, dangerous, though. I think someone actually died. I don't think anyone died <laughs> from running over the catcher. Somebody got seriously hurt. Yeah. Let these pitchers bean guys in the neck. That's another thing, James. You're okay. You're tiptoeing the line now. Yeah, maybe not in the neck and the nose, but let them bean. Yeah, I don't mind a guy getting drilled in the hip. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, in the hip. Yeah. I didn't mean. I, I had something in my throat, right at the H, and I didn't want people to think I said head. Yeah. You can't do that. No. Hip though is fine. Hip, shoulder, chest. I want fights. Thigh. Yeah. I want guys charging the mound. We got to chill out the suspensions. You can't suspend guys every time they throw a, a a beam. You know, every time you, every time, uh, what's his name, Joe Kelly beams yeah. someone. He can't be getting suspended for fifteen games. No, or uh, bat flips. Throw it into the stands. Yeah, hit I a see, fan. I'm I I'm care. sick of the bat flips. Throw a bat. Throw a bat a mile if it's yeah. a walk off home run. Okay, but I don't need a, a solo shot in the third inning. Yeah, like a wall. Grazer. We don't need to pimp that. Yeah, a wall grazer. Yeah, yeah. I'm just all for cheating. Whatever. 
This was speaking of uh, sunscreen. This was brought to my attention the other day that on the golf course you got a mean slice. You put a little sunscreen on your driver head, and it causes the ball not to stick to your club and slice when you're going through. Because that's what causes the slice is it sticking to the club head a little longer when it comes through and making it rotate off the club. So the sunscreen. I got to be honest with you. I think you're being pranked again. Well, if I'm being pranked, that mustard on the watermelon worked out pretty well. Sunscreen on your club head, I feel like, would make you slice even more. No. The, the, The ball coming off the club head faster. Okay, maybe. I don't know. Think about it. Think about it. We were just talking about the sticky stuff. You want it sticky so you can get the spin, right? And it's the same thing. If your club head is sticky, it's going to spin off that and exaggerate the spin and have it go into the woods. So I'm going to try it. Next time I go out there, yeah, I'm going to put a shot. little Give it a shot. Put a little you do it. You try it and let me know. Or add that right to my bag of tricks. I'm playing tomorrow. Maybe I'm not going to try it tomorrow, I guess. What's, what's your bag of tricks for cheating on the course? Oh, so first of all, I don't hit the ball. Unless I'm on grass and it's fluffed up. Yeah. I I just do a little, you know, reach down at my shoe, pick yep. that thing up, fluff it up, pretty much tee off again, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, that's probably my number one thing. Another thing that I do when I'm playing with buddies is I just don't count my strokes when I hit into the woods. Mm. So, you know, let's say my tee shot is in the woods. I have to drop. I'm I'm hitting two. Yeah, fuck it. You know? I'm not good enough to take a stroke there. Free drops. Thank you. Free drops until you actually have a handicap. Yeah. We're at the we're at the place in our games where I don't even think they would handicap us as high that high. They would say, You are handicapped. Stop golfing. In my golf league, I'm a seventeen. Wow, that's high. That's as it's one stroke from the highest you can be in the league. Have you ever seen this one? Um so you're in the sand trap. You keep the ball in your right hand. On your bottom No, swing I hand, haven't seen this. And they swing, and you hit the sand up in the air, but on your follow-through, you throw the ball out of there. No, I haven't seen this. Is that what you do? You do that? I've never done it, but I looked up earlier today ways to cheat in golf, and that was like the first one they went over. God damn it. On the I way do that. Up, you throw it out of there. They also said that if you're playing like in a tournament, you got to look out because guys will come out 24 hours before, play around, and if they know where they hit the ball, usually on the course, they'll drop a ball just in case if they drive one the next day and it goes out of play, they'll just come up on that ball and say, oh, I found, found it. it. Yeah. Which I have to say, if you're putting that much thought into cheating, that's I, pretty impressive. Here's my thing with tournaments. Yeah. You don't have to go that in depth. You can just lie. <laughs> you know, you can just say, "Oh, we shot, we had a birdie yeah. this one." You know, if it's a scramble, no one's gonna question birdies. Yeah, you know, you can you can get like a, you can shoot like a fifty four in a scramble. People are like, "Wow, nice guy." Well, nice there's shot. like tournaments that actually get played in clubs that we're not a part of because we're not good golfers. Okay, you're so you're talking about like um, like club play. Yeah, you're talking about like league, like a league tournament. Sure. Yeah. Like um, I don't know, like a members only tournament or something. Yeah. Yeah, we're not involved in that. No, I, I don't think I'll ever get the invite to that. You ever cheat like this? Um, you get COVID a couple rounds before. <laughs> oh, God. The old Johnny Rom. Yeah. Wow. What in, would you go as far as to call him an idiot? 
So why don't you explain what happened? So the other day, John Rahm, Spanish golfer, is absolutely annihilating the field, up by six strokes against the next uh, highest score. And all of a sudden, Saturday, test positive for COVID. But this is something that came out, is that on like, I don't know, Wednesday, he was said to be hanging out with someone who had tested positive for COVID. But so he was tested every day, every day. And he came up negative, 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 negative. Except Sunday, that shit finally caught up to him. So when it comes to John Rahm, I would absolutely say what an idiot for a number of reasons. Mm -hmm. Reason number one, don't even allow, if you're, if you know, you know, you're at risk of testing positive, don't play in the tournament. Yeah. Withdraw before, withdraw before you're up six strokes going into Sunday. Yeah. Another thing that he did that just, if you're in the PGA tour, you shouldn't be doing. And, and I just found out that only 50% of the PGA tour is vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Just get vaccinated. You're flying around the country. You're playing in front of fans. You're seeing all sorts of people every like day. Right. Just get vaccinated. What was a hilarious move that he did was he found out that he got exposed on Wednesday or whatever, went out Thursday, got the vaccine. Like it was a plan B pill. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone just dropped a load of COVID. In like them. it's, <laughs> I mean, I respect the play, but yeah. uh, now it's just, just calling up the person the next day. Be like, Hey, I thought, I thought you pulled out. I thought you didn't come as close to me as you did. I didn't think you sneezed on me. I thought you covered it. Oh, it's, I just, um, it's just, I'm not sure if we should even be testing people that aren't sick anymore. You know, aren't we past that? Yeah. Like, do we really need to be testing every single golfer? Because it doesn't seem like it's an issue right now. Well, they don't test every single golfer. They only tested him every day because he was at risk. He was at close contact, which is like, why would he tell anyone that? I don't know. <laughs> Just honor, honorable yeah, man, honor, I guess. Yeah. But what really was tough was he was like in tears. Well, he lost about a million dollars. $1.7 million. Yeah. And people were kind of like ragging on him for crying. I would literally kill myself. <laughs> and that's not even an exaggeration if I lost out on $1.7 million. Yeah. Like maybe it's different to someone who's already a millionaire. Maybe that is just tears. But to someone like me with not a lot of money in their bank account, if I lost out on $1.7 million, I would tell my caddy to fucking hit me as hard as they could in the back of the head. I think people... With a sand wedge. The casual uh, golf fan, the casual person yeah. that sees John Ron crying and is like, and like, can't believe it, like, oh wow, what a, you know, baby, um, doesn't understand the mental fatigue that goes into winning yeah. a tournament. So, you know, being up six strokes going into the final day and then having to withdraw yeah. uh, is a pretty emotional thing to happen. You know, I'm like in borderline tears when like going into the 18th I got a chance to break 90. Yeah, and you blow and then up. And you blow it and you <laughs> hit like an 8 on a par 3. Yeah. I'm just like frustration tears yeah. at that point. Yeah, exactly. Let alone sorrow tears that would be coming out of you if you if you lost 1.7 million. Yeah. No, I can feel for John Rahm there. I I uh I I don't know how anybody could um especially in this day and age like yeah. question anybody for tears, you know. Doesn't it doesn't it seem like we're past that? Mental health awareness, yeah, especially for it's okay. males. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay not to be okay. And it's especially okay to not be okay after losing out on fucking $2 million. Yeah. But, oh well, that was over the weekend. Let's talk about something that's going to happen tonight. Ooh. Good. 
or when you guys listen to this two days yesterday, two days before yesterday, <sighs> um, which sucks about doing the show once a week, but it's the best we can do, boys and girls. I just we're not I, getting paid for it yet. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen tonight? Are, are the Bruins going to win? Will there be a game seven on Friday? I think this team is going to rally around Tuca. I just is Tuca even playing? Yes. Okay, so here's my issue. Dude, burp into the mic one more time. I <laughs> Tuka, can hear Tuka, it in my headphones. Tuca should not be starting tonight after after what he did in Game Five. Yeah, but uh, this team loves Tuca. Yeah. So hopefully they can rally. Now, the issue that the Bruins are going to have tonight is they're missing Lazar. Yep. They're missing Smith. Yep. They're missing uh, 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 Charlie uh, Brandon Carlo. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are their three three of their better defenders. They got to play fucking Connor Clifton. Well, Connor Clifton's not even the problem. It's that dude that broke his stick on the power play. I don't even know his name. Yeah. Thibodeau or whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I forget his name. He is, he's like 47, too. He's an old-ass dinosaur. Yeah. I mean, some of these guys you see out there, it's like, really? We didn't have one more year for Zidane? Yeah. I mean, I, I, Char, is, Char is old and he is slow. But he's better than half the guys the Bruins have defending. And he's great on the power play, yep, which is the one thing that they're struggling on right now. Here's another thing, a reason why Tuka Rask is playing tonight. They did not want to throw that kid Swayman out to the Wolves in the Coliseum. I was there last weekend. Yeah. That place will eat you alive. Well, another thing, too, is is it's just so much safer to yeah. start Tuka and have Swayman on, come off the bench than to start Swayman because then you don't have a backup. If Sway, you start yeah. Swayman and he lets up three quick ones, you're fucked. That's it. Yeah. Uh, you start Tuka, he gives up two quick ones, pull him, quick. Swayman. Yep. Yeah. But that... So it's tough because they are playing in the Coliseum. And like I was saying, I was there last week. This team, though, the Bruins kind of get up for for a, a big opposing crowd. They didn't the other day. Uh, that was different because... Because I was in the building? Yeah. They knew I was in the building. And also, they were winning that game. They were up one nothing almost the entire game. Yeah. So it's just kind of like, I don't know. It's a different game. Game, uh, what was that? Game five, the game they just played. Yeah, game five was like the opposite of game four. It was you know fast paced, goal, 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 goal. Yep. Uh, that's the way the Bruins kind of need to play when they're just holding on to a one goal lead. They they, uh, they just kind of fall. They 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 sleep. They uh, they they're gonna give up goals. They're gonna give up two goals. They're so much better being down two one going into the third period and then coming back and winning those games. It seems like anyways to me. It, and it sucks because it's tough to cheer against this Long Islanders team, right? Because they uh, are. I disagree. No, they, I hate. I hate this team. I hate uh, Marsgov, whatever the f- Barzal. I just don't like him because he's killing the Bruins. Yeah, but I, I like. I like this Long Islanders team. It's a chippy team. It's an underdog team. I just want nothing good to ever happen to Long Island. I hate. Frankie, I, I hate Frankie Borelli. I hate that whole restaurant. I hate the island of Long Island. That is a 118-mile-wide fucking dumpster, and the trash are the people that live in it. Yeah. I hate, <laughs> I hate that place. You know how, like, an iceberg will break off of Antarctica every once in a while, and they'll be like, this is the size of Long Island. I hope that happens to Long Island. I hope it breaks off of America and floats off to the middle of the Atlantic. It already has. Yeah. It's its own fucking country, its own third-world country. The only... The only- place that would be willing to claim it is dirty new york right that's the only place we'd be like no we want it Uh, dude 
The best part about Long Island is the fucking traffic. That's how bad Long Island <laughs> sucks. And their traffic sucks. And the reason why the traffic is good is because at least in the traffic, you're in your car and you don't have to go outside and smell the shit-fumed air of Long Island outside with the New York smog coming over the horizon as the sun's setting. It's all red because it's all smoggy and disgusting. Ugh. I hate that place. I Sorry hate- to all my Long Island friends, but the place where you're from is a, a baby's diaper of a state it's not even a state a territory i can't compete with that sorry i I went to college with a bunch of long islanders i was just gonna say that i hate barry trots yeah that's fair and uh, let's quickly get into how did you feel about bruce cassidy's remarks after the game they weren't even that bad he never should have gotten fined for those well he had he had to be fined uh and i think he knew he was getting fined but I didn't have an issue with it at all. A lot of Bruins fans are like, oh, he's being a baby. Come on, let's just play hockey. I mean, he's 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 obligated to say something going into an elimination game. And Barry Trotz did the same thing a couple days ago when he was like, oh, Bergeron cheats. That's he what cheats I, well, on the face-offs. That's what and I guess liked. what they did in that game is yeah, they, they kicked kick, Bergeron out of every face-off. That's what I liked about uh, uh, what Cassidy said, too. You know, that's, that's, you're talking about Patrice Bergeron. Yeah, you have a little respect not only for Patrice but for the game of hockey. Like they, Patrice Bergeron represents everything about hockey. Yeah. you're gonna call him out on cheating and faceoff. Are you kidding me? Like I get if if it's like Sean Corrales up there. That's pretty and much saying and he's cheating. That's it's like yeah, say, kick that bum out of there. Barry Trotz is pretty much saying like I don't like hockey. Yeah, when he's saying uh, Patrice Bergeron cheats in the faceoff. Yeah. Oh, LeBron. LeBron like pushes off in the post. Yeah. Like he puts his shoulder into someone. Yeah. Like just. I, and it worked, and it got into these refs' heads. So that's exactly what Bruce is trying to do back at him. And hopefully it works because there are a lot think, of— I don't think it's going to. I it's think it's too late. Work. Too little too late. But uh, I do think it maybe will wake the Bruins up a bit. To, to, you know what the problem is that I'm having with this whole series is, is the Bruins are playing so fast and physical, that, and they're getting these—like, they're dominating. Yeah. They're dominating, and then they get the penalties. I always have a problem with this. Uh, it happens in basketball sometimes. The team you're rooting for will be like dominating, but they'll be leading the game in fouls. You have to mm-hmm. reward that when a team is playing better than the other team. You have to reward them with calls. You can't just like penalize them for being better. You know? Yeah, for out skating people, for hitting them, for being more physical, yeah. for being stronger, for being faster, for being you know just better. And it, it it's almost like these refs have in their head that the Islanders are are the more physical team. So if the Bruins are pushing them around, they must be doing something illegal. Yeah, that's kind of what it seems like. That slash that they called on... Um, Corrali. Corrali. Yeah. Was one of the worst playoff calls I've ever seen. I mean, One of the worst a, calls. It was, it was a slash, but not in the playoffs, not in a pivotal game five. Yeah. I mean, his stick came up at the guy's hands. Give me a break. Yeah. That happens on every single play. Every single play. They say, like, in, in the NFL, you can call holding on every play. You can call a high stick. You can call a slash. You can call any of that stuff on every single play in the NHL. Make sure it's a penalty before you blow the whistle, especially in Game 5 of the NHL Stanley Just Cup playoffs. Don't, don't blow the whistle. Yeah. Let everything go. Yeah. Here's what you can call penalties on. Tonight, Game 6, here's, what, here's the penalties I want to see. Too many men on the ice yep. and delay a game. And boarding, like an obvious board. Those are the three. That, yeah. I think you can even let some boarding go. Okay, yeah, sure, whatever. I mean, they do let it go. Yeah. There is some There is some clear, clear penalties that they will let go in the playoffs. Yeah. But I don't know. I just don't, don't blow your whistle unless it has to be blown. Yeah. If someone gets paralyzed out there, okay, boarding. Yeah. 
These these refs are really taking after their mothers. Just blowing everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll use that one later. I'll use that one when we're watching the game, too. That'll bring down the house. But just like you were saying, the Bruins need a wake-up call. I think the Celtics just got a wake-up call today. Ooh. Yeah. They just got a big wake-up call. And it's a wake-up call that is just the, the nail in the coffin to Danny Ainge's coffin. <laughs> I, uh, this is a wake-up call to that... casket. This is a wake-up call that, for me, it's like... I couldn't hit snooze on it faster. It was just like... It's like uh, a thank God. I'm though. not even waking up. Yeah. I'm just like, okay, see ya. Yeah. Kembo, Kembo wants... So Kembo wants out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you mean? Yeah. It's, uh, if, you know what this feels like to me? Kemba's trying to beat the Celtics to the punch. He knows he's no. He knows he's about to get sent somewhere. Oh, I really, you know, I, I want out. Well, the news like came it. out today that he apparently got wind of Danny trying to trade him last year for Drew Holiday from when he was with the Pelicans. He ended up going to the Milwaukee Bucks, but they heard that he was he was in trade packages, and it's every one of these free agent signings over the years. So we'll start with Horford, left on a bad note. Kyrie, left on a bad note. Hayward, left on a bad note. And now Kemba's going to leave on a bad note. It's like four straight years of free agent signings or trades that Danny Ainge has run into the ground. Yeah, so now these guys leave. They go to their new team, and they talk about how much – how much of a nightmare Boston was. Yep. Now nobody on that roster wants to sign in Boston in free agency. Yeah. And it's really going to backfire. I mean, it's going to have it's it's going to it's going to be a tough probably twenty years for the Celtics. I think. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's the Isaiah Thomas curse. Unless unless um, they can pretty much just turn what they have right now, Tatum, Brown, and Williams, uh, Smart, into a super like into uh, they got to get rid of Smart too though. I yeah. Mean, so I, I got a couple trades that I think – well, one trade in specific that I think just makes too much sense, even though he does kind of suck right now. But how about a little Kemba for Porzingi? Is that possible? Possible. The, the salaries do match up. But their talent doesn't match up. Well, Porzingis played like shit, and he's made of glass, and he has an extra year on his contract, which for someone that's playing as bad as he is, is not a good thing. And the it, Dallas Mavericks are desperate for a second score. And if if anything can be proved this year, he sucked, right? He sucked when Jalen and Jason were both on the court. But when one was out, he proved that he could be a good enough second score. Uh, if it's possible to trade Kemba for Porzingis, do it right now. Do it yesterday. Yeah. Do yeah. It, you should have done it. All, it should have already been done. Right now, the, the Celtics are leading, um, leading oddsmen. How would you say that? Yeah, the, yeah the, they the have fa- the best the, the favorites I'd, I'd say yeah most people would say that <laughs> the favorites to uh land porzingis right now at like plus 200 i love Boston that Celtics. i would love porzingis yeah and it would feed right into like the uh, fire of you know boston the white city you know yeah and he's as white as it gets just well actually i don't even count europeans i almost as white. think no i don't either yeah <laughs> europeans are not white guys they're especially in the altogether. nba yeah but uh, especially like a latvian yeah, he's like closer to Asian than he is to being a white person. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I don't even know where Latvia is, but I assume it's definitely way farther west than England. Uh, I think it's probably a little bit farther west than England. I don't think it's it, it's in that it's in the Europe. It's in like the, it's in the Europe. We can ju- say that it's in the yeah. jumble, like that yeah. little jambalaya of countries. It, it's a country that Hitler took over. I can guarantee you that. Yeah, that's that's probably likely. Like near Poland, I think. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. That's a Hitler country. I know uh, that more people than you think are from Latvia. Latvia is like a relatively uh, common nationality that Americans have. Latvian. Yeah. I I beg to differ. <laughs> I don't think there's a lot of Latvians. There's a lot of Latvians in, in American colleges. Are you just making things up on the fly here? <laughs> what are you talking about? There's a lot of Latvians in American colleges. They're like new they're new age immigrants. Like uh people that still have accents, a lot of them are Latvian. Oh man, do I disagree with you? <laughs> it's, it's like the borders are open for Latvia and only Latvia. Yeah. Some Lithuanians, but mostly yeah. Latvians. Latvia. Come on over. Yeah. A little, as long as you're seven foot three and can shoot the three. It's a little uh come uns- on over. Unspoken alliance between us and Latvia. Yeah. People people wouldn't know that. Um They wouldn't because I just made it up. Yeah. So speaking of Europeans. Uh, new MVP. Oh, yes. Yeah, Jokic. Jokic, Jokic. I'll say Jokic, you say Jokic. But yeah, the lowest draft pick of all time to win the MVP. What? 41. He was drafted 41. Second round. Only second rounder to ever win the MVP. Really? That's pretty wild. That's incredible, actually. Yeah. It's a shame about that Nuggets team, too. If they didn't have Jamal Murray go down, then they might have actually had a chance. But I don't think they have much of a chance. The Nuggets are still in it. They're still in it, but I don't think they have a very good chance against the Suns. I I uh, I hate the Suns. Yeah, I hate Devin Booker. I hate the Sun Doesn't in general. Devin Booker look like he belongs in Sway House. I think I've said that on the podcast before. <laughs> Devin Booker looks like you would show up to a party and he would make fun of you the whole time. He's got the he like does he would that. just like elbow his friends, and be like, "Oh, look at this idiot over there in the corner." He does that thing with his eyebrows that all the TikTok guys do. Yeah. And he does it like permanently, like it's actually just it's actually Probably just his just face tattoos. Maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Oh well. NBA playoffs. I don't think are interesting enough to really touch on yet. No. Talk Next. to me in the Eastern Conference Finals. Next and the topic. Western Conference Finals. Well, I mean, I'm out over here. You got anything else you want to talk yeah, about? Yeah, sports-wise? yeah. Uh, I'd like to talk about our friend Elizabeth Beisel swimming to Block Island. Wow, is this a story? Yeah. This is a story. Yeah. So, in case you guys haven't heard, uh, former Olympian, Elizabeth Basel out of North Kingstown High School, go Skippers, um, she is swimming to Block Island for cancer support. She's not supporting cancer. She's anti-cancer. Raising supporting awareness, maybe? Yeah, she's raising awareness. If she's swimming in a Block Island to support cancer, all of a sudden I'm anti-swim. Yeah. I can't support that. No. So, Yeah. You think she's going to be able to do it? Yes. Uh, and I struggled with this for a little bit because I was nervous for her when I first heard it. I was like, wow, that's scary. That's like, it's 10 miles, but, yeah. you know, it's the ocean. So it'll push you around a little bit. It's um, not a pool. No. And uh, it's deep, and there are critters out there. There are animals. Uh, they're deer. Uh, let's not get into that again. Oh, I'll get into it right now. <laughs> so, hold on. Deer. Let me, let, okay. Let, yep. me fin- let yep. me finish, and then we'll touch on the deer. Uh, then I remembered, though, that she is an Olympic athlete Sure. in the swimming category. Like, she can definitely just do it. She's probably done it before. But it's kind of like you you think Usain Bolt could, like, run a marathon? I think it's completely different. I think it's pretty similar. No. She was like a sprinter, too. She was like a 100-meter, 200-meter. Yeah, but what she does for her exercise is swim. Like, she just swims, 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 swims. Even though, like, what when she's competing. What do you think Usain Bolt does? Fly for his 
He, he runs. He runs sprints. sprints. He does. I don't think he's ever ran a marathon. I know. I bet Elizabeth Beisel has swam ten miles before. I don't know if she's gonna make it. Well, then you don't get to root for her. Then, if you have any doubts. Well, I think she might be supporting cancer, so I'm not even on her <laughs> side yet. <laughs> okay, good point. Uh, yeah, do, do you think deer just choose to swim to Block Island? I don't think they choose. I think they get confused. They get lost. They start swimming, get lost, and then just keep going, keep going forever. Forward. I think some of them miss Block Island on the way, end up in Montauk in that fucking dumpster of a of a territory named Long Island. <laughs> here's my I issue. I pity those deer that miss Block Here, Island. Here's my issue with with this. Okay, deer swim. We know that. We know deer can swim. We know that. That's a fact. But deer, what I'm te- what I'm telling you is, deer just swim to what they can see. Deer don't just start swimming out into the open ocean and just like oh, I hope I find an island soon. Uh, if they did. Then deer would wa- like they would f- wash up to the shore dead all the time. No, because they're very determined swimmers. I'm looking it up right now. How far can deer swim? How far can deer swim? Here we go. Ten miles. <laughs> what did it actually say? Ten, it says ten <laughs> miles. They can swim ten miles. So now so let's look just, out. So they just barely make it. <laughs> They're exhausted. Now, how much? How many dead deer wash ashore on Block Island every year? <laughs> not many, because they probably get eaten. Like on the way there, like not not in motion, but they die, and probably a shark gets them. Uh, I don't. I I just have a hard time believing this. Yeah. Well, now I'm looking up how far is Block Island. Here we go. I should have had these stats on deck. Nine miles. They got a mile to spare. This is bullshit. This is awesome. This is bullshit. This is awesome. They get there and they're not even tired. They say, "I could go. I'll I'll take another lap when they get there." <laughs> they won't make it for another. They could lap. probably backstroke <laughs> to Block Island. Ah, uh, this this hurts. Butterfly. This news hurts me. Yeah, it should. How did deer? Uh, eh, let's not get into it. Go ahead. You started gonna, it. I was gonna say, how did they get to America? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> All right. And now a word from our sponsors, fucking Encyclopedia Britannica, dude. We need to get some knowledge in this fucking yeah. podcast. That's the dumbest thing I've ever well, heard. Obviously, they took the boat. They, uh, they took the boat. Yeah. The same. Yeah, it came over on uh, Noah's Santa Maria. Ar- Noah's Ark. Yeah, the Santa Maria. What's the other one? The Pinto? The Pinto. The, the Mayflower? Pinto. The Mayflower. Wait. Those are Pinto, we're, the, the Santa Maria was up? Christopher Columbus, and the Pinto was Christopher Ooh, Columbus. The Mayflower was those. the Pilgrims. Yeah, came over on the Mayflower. Yeah, the more politically correct. Yeah, uh, expedition. They swam here. Which also, the Mayflower. I mean, that one isn't much better than Columbus. They, 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 they did the same things, didn't they? Pilgrims are up next. They'll get their comeuppance. Yeah. They yeah. will get their comeuppance. Yeah, their time will come. Yeah, <laughs> they'll, right. they'll have to answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the end of Locker Room Talk. Uh, we got one more segment for you boys and girls, so uh, strap in. Some of you strap on, and uh, let's let's get to the next segment with a word from our sponsors. Actually, we lost all our sponsors in one week. It was pretty incredible uh, how quickly they we dropped have, us. We have to start all over again. We have to find some new sponsors. I can't believe the Condo Association dropped us. I'm surprised they didn't evict you. Well, I haven't paid my fee yet, so that's yeah. coming next. Yeah, it's coming I, next. I owe them $205. Oh, no. I thought maybe that would be waived with the with the sponsorship. No, in fact, it's going to go up. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll talk to you guys in a few. Cause I love knowledge, and I love reading, yep. and never cheating. No way. 
Because I love knowledge. Shut the fuck up. Okay, welcome back to our final segment today. Hope, hope you guys had fun today. We've been having fun. You, you haven't? I thought maybe you would add something to that. I thought you were... I thought you were doing your uh, in, uh, intro to the excuse me intro to the next segment. Yeah, I was. I didn't want to interrupt. No, it's okay. But we hope you guys have been having fun. <laughs> why? We've, why? Excuse me. Why are you talking like that? We've been having an outstanding time today on the program. This is disgusting. So to have a little more fun, we're gonna do a nice little lockup. Lockumentaries are back. Lockumentaries are It's been a while since our last Lockumentary. Yeah, it's been probably week four. Did did we do one last week? We might have done one last week. I don't remember. No, we haven't done one for a while. We were going to do one on cicadas. Right. But there was an awful smell, and we had to cut the podcast short. (laughs) There was a fish loose in uh, Jacob Ritchie's basement. A tuna, an entire bluefin tuna, was on on the loose down here in the basement. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't smell like tuna anymore. It smells like asshole down here. That's the only thing. So, so in case you guys haven't been or listened to a documentary before, you know what else? It could be the forty-five empty beer cans. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. Listen, it was my birthday this weekend. Yeah, happy I had birthday. a little. I had a little party. Yeah, that wasn't even really a party. It was more of a pregame. I had a little pre. I hosted a pregame, and people come over on my birthday. They don't even clean up. I'm supposed to clean up after myself on my own birthday. You know what I see down here that's actually really sickening? The PB&J vodka? Yeah. That thing's following me around like the Annabelle. Look at how much is missing. Yeah. Who was drinking it? Our friend. Our friend Andrew was drinking it. Was he drinking like a lot of it? No, he took a shot. He said it was one of the worst things he's ever drank. Which like, we aren't lying to you guys when we say how bad Does he listen to the podcast? Yeah. Why didn't he already know that? This thing is following me around like the Annabelle doll. It's like the conjuring. But uh, in case you guys haven't seen or listened to Lockumentary's before, uh, we go on this website and we look up a random um, subject generator, press go, and it, and it spits out a random subject that we take five or ten minutes to research and give you guys nothing but the facts. Yeah. Just like um, pretty much if you want to be as smart as we are, yeah, you know, stay tuned. Yeah. You can Coming learn a lot. from the people that couldn't pronounce spectacle. No. <laughs> oh, fuck. Skeptical. <laughs> uh, earlier in the still can't. Uh, and the person that didn't think that deer could swim across Block Island Sound. They can't. They, I mean, they can't. Okay. Well, it's not they, what I heard. They would get hit by boats. All right. I'm pressing the random. I'm pressing the random button. Oh. What is it? Prehistory. Pre. <laughs> so what is that? Prehistory? That's what it says? Prehistory. <laughs> so what is that? Like, are we talking Dinosaurs? Cavemen, people, uh, what mammoths? I think all of that prehistoric times, ice age, ice age, ice age, Jurassic Park, Geico cavemen. Pretty, uh, pretty broad topic here. We could talk about a lot of things. Yeah, most of most of the time on Earth has been prehistory. Yeah, prehistoric, prehistoric. Yeah, I don't know if prehistory is like a term that people use. I don't think it is, but it <laughs> came up, up came up on the subject, subject generator. Yeah. So we'll get back to you guys. Uh, your mustard is sweating. <laughs> it's disgusting. Put that in the fridge. All right. Just so you guys know, we roll with it live, baby. Nice. So we'll be right back. A few moments later. A few minutes later. A few inches later. 
All right, we're back. I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of stuff I didn't know. A lot of history going on before history. Right. Yeah, which makes you kind of wonder. Yeah. You know, how much can you really believe? Some would call it prehistory. I might. <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to go first? You got some good facts. I got some good ones. You got some good ones. I can kick. I can kick things. <laughs> yeah, off kick if us you off. Want. See what you got. I'll just kick things off with like a quick uh, definition of uh, the prehistoric era. Uh, okay. By definition, which is not uh, what I based my research off of. No. Um, not off facts. The prehistoric, <laughs> prehistoric era uh, begins when humans started to use tools, and it ends when they started to write. So it's just kind of like um, in between uh, us being intelligent to us being, you know, really, really smart. All right. So a lot of my facts might actually have to do with pre pre Right, right, right. Yeah, me too. So I kind of went before that as well. Okay, cool. So do you have a fact or I have a fact? You go. Now you go. I'll go. I'll go. Okay. So here's what's kind of crazy. A lot of people think that cavemen, right, invented fire. Uh, not the case. It was probably discovered by the species before us, before humans, called Homo erectus. Yeah, but the, see, this is the issue I have with like anthropology. Uh, is this anthropology? Yeah. Okay. It's like evolution. Yep. Um, it's like the I don't know study of bones, the human bones. I guess. Okay. Uh, no, not anthropo- archaeology. No, anthropology. <laughs> I think you're trying to say archaeology. No, dude, I know what archaeology is. That's a study of rocks. That's geology. Yeah, it's also archaeology. Study of bones and fossils. Anthropology. Check it out. I took an anthropology class at UI. Yeah, you're right. Thank you. Okay. So, <laughs> so uh, the, the people before humans, like the people before Homo sapiens, were also humans it's just like one stage of evolution before so it's not like um i don't know you know what i'm saying it's tough to tough to put it into words okay well all i'm saying is humans didn't discover it it was like the monkeys and the apes before us that actually put it together and started cracking things but they turned into humans okay well so it's like you know you know what i'm saying it was humans i just thought just they weren't like humans yet i just thought the name homo erectus was funny so I went with that one. Real mature. All right, all right. Good, Real good, mature. Good fact. Way to dig deep for that one. Yep. All right. What do you got, asshole? <laughs> well, so I were kind of focused on animals. Okay. Um, and what I thought was interesting was a lot of prehistoric animals still exist today. They're still alive. They didn't go extinct when the dinosaurs went extinct. So, like, there are animals that walk the earth today that were walking the earth when the dinosaurs were walking. Apparently... Only about three quarters of the globe was wiped out. Only three quarters? That's yeah. not bad. Well, I mean, it leaves a lot. It leaves a quarter. Yeah. Do you have any examples of these animals? I do. Okay. I do. I have a couple examples. Well, there's so many, but um. Okay. Sounds like you don't have any. Sounds <laughs> like you're stalling. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, two, two that jump out at me. Um, but there's like a million of like horseshoe crabs and, uh, but two that jump out at me, like some sharks and stuff, but <laughs> two, two that jump out at me is the white rhino, which is about to go extinct. No, that was a prehistoric animal? Yes. That one's been around forever. Uh, it actually, it roamed with the dinosaurs. It lived through like the, uh, I don't know, all like the uh, extinction things and stuff. Yeah. And um, it lived through an ice age. The white rhino. Yep. 
So And we killed it, huh? Yeah, pretty much. But when you look at the white rhino, it looks like a dinosaur. Like, mm. It doesn't look like it belongs on Earth anymore. So I'm not that sad about it. Except, it, I mean, it, it is cool to see, but... Yeah. And it's a shame that they have to go, but... You know what's crazy is there's still a few, like, white rhinos in captivity. They just won't fuck each other. No, they're all women. Are they all women? Yeah. Well, it's Pride Month. They're allowed to fuck each other if they, they want. Can, they can fuck. They just can't have babies. Okay. But there are uh, southern white rhinos that are um, thriving. There's like 17,000 of them. It's so. just the northern ones. The northern ones are just about done. Who would have thought the uh, the south would finally win? The south would finally rise. Hey, now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> now. <laughs> and another, another, so another animal that's been around for a long time, since the prehistoric ages, uh, polar bears. Whoa. And a quick fun fact about polar bears is they're struggling right now to... to you know they're they're in danger a little bit. Mm-hmm. There's so few polar bears that they can't find other polar bears to mate with, so they've started mating with grizzly bears. Whoa. Yeah, and they're uh, called uh, pizzly bears. Pizzly bears. Yeah. yeah, I've actually heard of those things. Yeah, and they're um, it's so what's bizarre though that's what's that what's concerning is that uh, they're doing it on their own. Like usually these hybrid cross you know breeds are human like they're human experiments. Yeah. Um, these are happening in nature, which feels like it's almost meant to be. Which is going to create a fucking super breed. It's g- exactly, and it's and this breed of bears is going to wipe the humans out. So what I would be worried about, I'm a bear guy, right? It's like a man bear pig. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm a bear guy, so I know some bear facts. What I would be worried about is polar bears, by average, are the largest bears, but the heaviest bears on Earth are Alaskan Kodiak bears. Now, if these two bears get together, we're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. See, now, my thing with um, bears is I'm also a bear guy. Yeah. But uh, I pretty much um, consider any brown bear a grizzly bear. Yeah. So, like, Kodiak bears, I'll ask, I'll call, I would call that a grizzly. Okay. They just live on Kodiak Island. They're like a subspecies. They are technically grizzly bears. Okay. All right. My turn? Uh, yes. All right. I'm back to the humans, prehistoric humans. Uh, It seems that inhaling smoke has been the way to do drugs since drugs became a thing. Early evidence shows that prehistoric humans would inhale hallucinogenic flames through bowls and tubes in order to enter a spiritual trance. That's sweet. Yeah. And because of this, they think this had a huge effect on their sexuality back then. Really? Everyone was fucking everyone back then. Really? There was no, like, uh... The mothers would raise the kids, right? But they weren't worried about who the fathers were they're until just kids they're just having kids because that's like the easiest way to get through and, and reproduce. Yeah. Uh, they didn't worry about who the father was until people had like self-possessions that they wanted to pass down to their kids. Huh. So once civilizations came. But they think that had a lot, of, lot to do with all these like prehistoric humans getting high in the forest. They think... What had a lot to do with that? Not knowing who their dad was? No, the drugs. The drugs. Sorry. Oh, okay. Sorry. The okay. drugs. Yeah, nice. Had a lot to do with the the crazy reproduction. It's like the summer of love, 1969. Everyone yeah. was on acid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone was fucking each other at Woodstock. They think these these drugs had a lot to do with like the crazy the the, the original baby booms. 1969 BC. Yeah. Yeah. Who nice. could forget? Yeah. And another thing about them fucking everyone, they would fuck different species than them. Uh, no, but like, so there were Neanderthals and there's Homo sapiens. And I got Homo you now. sapiens. We just went over this. Yeah, but they'd they'd fuck the Neanderthals. Yeah. And they'd have crossovers. 
if you were alive back then, would you stoop so low to fuck a Neanderthal? I mean, I don't want to get racial about it, but yeah, I would. <laughs> if I was around and I was desperate, if I was a desperate homo sapien and I just needed to get me some caveman coochie, I'd go after a Neanderthal. A Neanderthal do you think, chick. Do you think at the time they even knew the difference? One was a little hairier than the other. Yeah. It's like going to Europe. Yeah. Yeah, it's going like going to France. Yeah. I, I don't think there's any problem with it's it. It's like fucking a French girl. Yeah. Okay. So that's... Now I'm calling French people Neanderthals. That feels... Yeah, I don't, Yeah. well... Does that play? I think it plays. I know I got, I got in trouble not too long ago for using the word mongoloid. <laughs> Found out that was a bad word. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, that's just a funny word, though. Even though yeah. it is bad, it's 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 technically uh, it's got some racial uh, uh, ties to it. Yeah, and a lot of it has to do with Neanderthal genes. Yeah. All right. So maybe we should stay away from that stuff. Yeah. Steer clear. All right. Well, We're all our Neanderthal live, listeners. You live and you learn. You know. Yeah. Uh, okay, I've got a good one here. Okay. So a lot of birds. This is this is more dinosaur facts than it is prehistoric facts. A lot of birds survived. Um, the meteor that ki- that wiped out the dinosaurs, which I like how we just, com- like, remember when we were growing up, it was like, we have no idea what happened to the dinosaurs. It could have been a drought. It could have been this. Yeah. It could have been that. Now it's just like, yeah, it was a meteor. We chalk it up to the meteor. They figured it out. Yeah. We'll chalk it up to the meteor. Um, the bir- a lot of birds survived, which ha- which got me thinking. Okay. All right. Weren't pterodactyls birds? Mm. Why don't we have any pterodactyls? That's a good point. You know? Yeah, I wonder if pterodactyls. When so, when, oh, sorry. I did some research. Yep. Okay. I said I googled. Why did Why did pterodactyls go extinct? Yeah. They didn't. No. Pterodactyls. There have been pterodactyl sightings. Oh, here we go. <laughs> For hundreds of years, people have been claiming to have seen pterodactyls. Holy shit! And guess what? What? I believe them. I believe it. I'm a big like Bigfoot Loch Ness. I mean, obviously Loch Ness monster, lock it up. But um, I'm a big cryptozoology guy. Yeah. So I I will definitely buy into the the pterodactyl still being alive theory. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see when the most May 1961, New York State, a businessman flying his private plane over the Hudson River Valley claimed that he was buzzed by a large flying creature that he said looked like a pterodactyl. I mean, there are all sorts of these. February 1776, 1976, I'm sorry, San Antonio, Texas. Three elementary school teachers saw what they described as a pterodactyl. Speaking of the mic. I'm I'm trying to. This mic stand sucks, dude. It keeps rising. (laughs) All right. Um, It was your birthday gift for me, (laughs) so thanks for just saying that it sucked on... It's doing oh fine. Except I have to keep pulling it down, and I feel like it's going to snap my ping pong ping pong table. <laughs> all right, uh, but uh, there's all sorts of these things. They go all over the place. Uh, there's sightings in Africa, Texas, California. Most of them are in America. Um, probably chalk it up to I don't know. Dumb Americans. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I got a I got another one involving sex coming in. Oh, nice. well, that's kind of a spoiler, but anyway. The Bataan de Commandement, Commandement is a prehistoric artifact found throughout the Western European continent whose function has been widely debated. 
It's like pieces of antlers carved into a, like a T or a Y shape. Uh, no one is quite sure what it is, but one of the most prominent scientists in the game definitely thinks it's a dildo. They were dildoing back then. Huh. Um, okay. With antlers. But see, this is what I like about scientists. They could just make stuff up like that. Like, yeah, I bet it's a dildo. It could be anything. They could be using it to like uh, clank them together and attract deer to hunt. Okay. They I mean, could be doing that, or they could be shoving them up. You know where? I I want to think that they were using them to hunt deer. If you were a lonely Neanderthal. I don't think no, the, I, 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 I don't think the Neanderthals were just like, you know, that aggressive. You don't think they masturbated? I don't think so. Look at the monkeys in the zoo. Do they? They jerk off all the time. Yeah, but that's because they're stuck in captivity. You don't think monkeys jerk off in the wild? No, I they, don't think so. I think they could. I don't think they do. They probably just rape the other monkeys. Okay. What's what's your next fact? <laughs> I'm upset that you don't think these are dildos. I don't think so. I see anything that's shaped like that, and I think it's a dildo. You should be a scientist. That's how scientists think. Now you're talking, like, too far into the mic. What do you want me to do? Figure it out. Yeah, that's uh, that's my dildo fact. Go ahead. I, uh, I'm i out of facts. I, out of facts? Yeah. All right, I'll go rapid-fire dinosaurs then. Okay, nice. Because um, we didn't really touch on a lot of dinosaurs. Uh, a T-Rex bite, Tyrannosaurus rex bite, mm -hmm. was only twice as powerful as a lion's bite. Huh. Right? How big, like, comparative to a lion, like a lion's jaw? So a T-Rex is only about twice the size of a lion? No. Does that sound about right? No. No, it's just the bite power was only twice so as How hard. big was a T-Rex? Like, huge or not that big? Uh, it was pretty big. I'll have to, I'll have to Google it really big. Really big. Google it really quick. How... Big was T Rex. Forty feet tall. Twelve feet tall, forty feet long. Yeah, that's pretty big. That's a big. That's a big boy. I mean, imagine being that big and then being like, ah. But when you think about it, you probably didn't need a mouth that bit down more than twice as hard as a lion, would Wait, you? I'd imagine a lion can bite pretty hard. Yeah, it gets. It could bite down through like an elephant's leg. What were they taking down that were bigger than an elephant? Not much. Oh, dinosaurs. I bet, I bet a lot of dinosaurs were pretty big. Well, this is what gets into my next one. Okay. What a segue. Nice. Uh, a lot of people think about the dinosaurs as being the biggest things ever to roam the earth. Um, the biggest thing to ever roam the earth is still on the earth today. It's the blue whale. Bigger yeah. than any dinosaur Boo. of all time. Oh, you Boo. don't like whales? It's in the ocean. It doesn't count. Okay, then it's the brontosaurus or the aptosaurus, but the blue whale was even bigger. People yeah. don't give the whales enough credit. It's because that's because they're different. They're different. They're in the water. You sickened me that you're not <laughs> impressed by blue whales. I mean, b listen, blue whales are impressive, but yeah. don't don't try to impress me with their size. That's the only thing impressive about the blue whale. What else is impressive? <laughs> like they swim yeah, they and they underwater. eat shrimp. But the size of the blue whale isn't the impressive part? No, the size of the blue whale, it's impressive, but not if we're comparing it to land animals. Oh, my God. What, you don't, You disagree? You think yeah, it's I impressive disagree. compared to land animals? Yeah, I think big is big. 
You don't think big is big? No, I think big is big in comparison. Okay, whatever. I mean, listen. Bet your bitch-ass T-Rex couldn't take down a blue whale. A semi-truck. Yeah. If, if, if you say, oh, this is the Ford's biggest truck, uh, but it's not even the biggest truck on the road. And then you tell me, the biggest truck on the road is, you know, this semi that toes, that toes, yeah, that toes, uh, you know, trailers to Amazon. Um, I mean, I'm not impressed by the, the semi that toes trailers to Amazon. I'm impressed with the Raptor, the Ford Raptor, because that thing's sweet. All right. All right. Fair. Raptor. Dinosaur. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I tied um, it all back. So, and my last one is that a lot of people think that the dinosaurs were the first, like, big animals on the planet. They weren't. They were a bunch of, so dinosaurs, like you said, were basically birds, evolved into birds. There were a lot of lizards lizard creatures before the dinosaurs that lived right and one of them's name was dick and sonia nice <laughs> now dick. who was calling it that though back then <laughs> um someone whose ex-wife's name was sonia yeah I'm sure yeah <laughs> someone Here's, got cheated on this is this is the issue i have with Look the scientist slut of a dinosaur just like my slut of an ex-wife yeah named sonia yeah now i'm gonna name it dick and sonia <laughs> okay What's your next? What's your next one? That's all I got. I'm all out now. Okay, I uh, edited on my best joke I had. <laughs> <laughs> it was an alright joke. Yeah. No, I I got to work on the timing. I'm not sure if that one's gonna play on stage. I have oh. to go to the uh, the rewrites before I get that to stand up comedy level. But keep working. Keep working. All right. That's all I got for prehistoric. Prehistoric. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh, is there anything else we want to go over before? We end the show. Before we end the show, maybe Bruins score. What do you got for tonight? Let's see what we got. I'm thinking overtime. Um, I think it's going to be 3 3 going into overtime. I think Bruins win 4 3 in OT. I think 11 to 5, Bruins. Oh, nice. Yeah, barn burner. Uh, Tuka Rask loses a leg in a terrible accident. Uh, also, the other goalie loses an arm. We're longtime hockey fans on this podcast. It's, it's funny. I relearn everything I know about hockey every May. Yes, I still don't know what a penalty is. No, I couldn't, couldn't tell you. It's, well, it's like it's like pornography. Like you know it when you see it. When I'm watching the games, I I'm like, that's got to be a penalty. And then like the hockey guys are like, "Are you fucking serious? That's not a, that's not a penalty. That's clean." Pussy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even close. You know? Okay, here's some prehistory. Okay. Really quick. Why aren't more sports teams named after dinosaurs? There's one that I can think of. Which one? Raptors. Can, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the NC Dinos out of Korea baseball. Oh, yeah. Who could forget? Yeah. yeah. Remember COVID? They were the only thing going on. Yeah, it was them and German Korean soccer. Baseball. Yeah. yeah, I was betting on both of them yeah. heavily. Yeah. It's crazy. That was, that was a different time. Yeah. Wow. We're going to look back on that and laugh. <sighs> My bank account won't. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got for you guys. Um, if you have any requests, any questions, uh, maybe we'll do like a question and answer next week. Yeah, that'd be good. All our fans. We got to start getting some guests in here now, too. Yeah. You know who we were thinking the other day um, that we could get in here that would be decent? Um, a little wrestler out of our hometown. Big Trouble? Yeah, maybe. You know. I would love to have Big Trouble on. He has a match in Rhode Island uh, coming up July 31st, I think it is. Perfect. I'll Why wouldn't he it. want our audience there? I'll be there. Yeah. I'll be there, too. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we don't want gar- to guarantee anything, but... You know, keep an eye out. Who else could we get as a guest? 
Um. Jeez. Lamar Odom. That'd be a get. That'd be a big get. Uh, I'm trying to think of somebody that we could realistically get, uh, and it's tough. I think <laughs> Big Trouble, Big Ben Bishop is probably the height of fame that we could get to. Yeah. Right now. I mean, we could maybe get like um, some former high school athletes. <laughs> People are dying for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Uh, if you guys know anyone that wants to come on a podcast with huge numbers and real sponsors, hit us up. And if they want to talk, you know, dinosaurs, mummies. Yeah, for booking, contact uh, James Fisk. Uh, at the Lock Market Pod. Oh, yeah, right, right. I forgot we had a uh, account now, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> We need to get on that. All right, guys. Thanks. See ya. Uh, see ya. I'm steady trying to find the motive. Why do what I do? And freedom ain't getting no closer. No matter how far I go, my car is stolen. Stolen. No registration. Registration. Cops patrolling. Patrolling. And that don't stop me. And I get locked up. They won't let me out. Heading uptown to